Welcome to the Cheapskate Show, everybody, and happy holidays. Okay, that may be a little premature, but this really is the ideal time to start your gift shopping engines. Now, we know money is unusually tight this year, so we've rounded up some great gift ideas that should fit just about any budget. I'm Rick Broida, CNET Senior Commerce Editor, but better known as the Cheapskate. And joining me, as always, is Santa's 32nd favorite elf, Dave Johnson. Hi, Dave. I don't want to make toys anymore. I'm going to become a stand-up comedian specializing in dental comedy. <laughs> so you're you're like the elf from, from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'm, well, no. I'm a different elf that's going to heckle the elf that's becoming a dentist. Oh my goodness. So, Dave, let's see. We're, we're, I feel like we need to check in with the world here. It's, uh, we're recording this on November 15th and everything's just crazy outside. It's You've utter... just had a power failure. Yeah. 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 We were going to start recording about an hour ago and then all of a sudden the wind picked up and there was like hail and the power went out and it was like the apocalypse was, was descending upon Michigan. Well, here in LA, it was raining murder hornets. The murder hornets <laughs> were falling from the sky on fire. They, they set fire to my barn. <laughs> uh, that's only funny to me because I know you don't have a barn. <laughs> I live in LA. Very few of us have barns here. Very few barns there. All right, so today we're going to talk uh, – we're going to do a holiday gift guide, basically, and we're going to do it cheapskate style. But before we do that, a couple of bits of interesting cheapskate news, I guess. Um, I wanted to talk about a product that I think is super, super cool and in a way a little impractical, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. And it's <laughs> it's called the Pocket Talk. And it's, um, you remember Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, right? There was the babble fish that you would like stick in your ear and then you could hear, you could understand every language, right? Well, really the debate is, is it called a babble fish or a babel fish? Cause isn't it, it was... the Tower of Babel? <laughs> I really don't think it is, but I love the fact that this is yet another word you're mispronouncing. <laughs> it's, it, it's babble, isn't it? Is I it thought babel? it was babel. No, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but you think the guy who played Captain Kirk was William Shatner. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway. I've taken things way off track. So what <laughs> were we talking about? Yes, there's the, the Babel fish that you put in your ear, and that lets you translate. You just hear everything translated as people say it. It's the answer to why did everybody speak English on Star Trek? Yes, a, a universal translator, if you will. So... You, you know, phones can do this to a limited extent, um, and I'll mention, talk, I'll come back to that in a second, but there's this device called the Pocket Talk Classic, and it used to sell for $300, and now it's on sale and has been for about a week or two, and as of right now this morning, still is, for 99 bucks. And what's super cool about it is that it's just this dedicated de pocket-sized device. It looks like a little bit like a phone uh, with a screen. It supports like dozens and dozens and dozens of languages. And you basically push a button and you say whatever you want to say. And it's instantly translated into the other language and vice versa. So you can really have a conversation pretty much with somebody who doesn't speak your language. What's really cool about it is it comes with a SIM card. So... It will work in just about any country. You don't have to, like, connect it to your phone and hope that your phone has service. It just works by itself, and the price gets you two years of service. So there's really no extra charge to using it. I do wonder about it. It's I think it's a better deal than another product that I actually have, but I want to run it past you. I'm sure you're familiar with the time kettle. 
the the time kettle is a pair of earbuds, but you don't wear them both. You put one earbud in your ear, you give the other earbud to the person you want to talk to, and you can carry on close to a real-time conversation. So I say, bonjour, sir, my, uh, je m'appelle David, quelle est-il? And, and then it would get automatically translated in the other person's ear to, hi, my name is Dave, what time is it? And you go back and forth like that. It also works with your smartphone so you can see the text translated on the screen. The thing is, Time Kettle, I think the normal price is $240, which is cheaper than the normal price for Pocket Talk. But the lowest price we've ever seen on CNET for the Time Kettle is about 120 I think. But that is still relying on your phone, correct? In other words, your phone needs to have connectivity for that to work? Right, yes. It does Bluetooth sync to your phone. Okay. And you have to basically give someone this thing that they stick in their ear. Right. That's the weird and uncomfortable part is like there's no way on earth I'm going to stick something in my ear that a stranger just handed to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I love the fact that this technology exists at all. And I'm sure there's probably a lot of people who are screaming at their radios right now or their phones or whatever. They're you don't know how people this. listen to this, do you? <laughs> no, they're, you think they're we're radios, on TV. They're AM radios, right? Um, <laughs> and saying, I can do that with my phone. I can do that with Google Translate. In fact, in iOS 14, Apple has added uh, its own like Pocket Translate app, which is limited. It only works with like a dozen different languages, but that's free. It's on your phone that you're already carrying around. Why not just use that? Here, I know the answer. I know. If you're in a foreign country and you don't have internet access with your phone, yeah, I mean, that's that's one reason. Um, I mean, definitely, you, you can use your phone for this purpose, but you also then have to kind of be interacting with somebody using your phone, and I guess you kind of just run the risk of what if they run off with your phone or something, I don't know. <laughs> but more to the point, it's an, a big drain on your phone's battery, it's a drain on whatever data you might have set up, or you might not even have data accessible when you're walking around outside of your hotel, I just like the idea of a dedicated device that has its own connectivity and is just super, super easy to use and works really well. And 99 bucks, I just think, is a, is a great price. Uh, so I, I'm sort of casually lumping that in with our gift guide just because it's so much cheaper than it was when it hit the market. The $99 price isn't going to last forever, I assume. I don't know if it will or not because actually there's a new version of the Pocket Talk that is out now that is back that is 2.99 and it has a, a bigger screen and I guess like it can do it has a camera built in so it can do you know translations when you point the thing at a sign it'll translate the text also something you can do with your phone by the way so this may be kind of like discontinued and it's being cleared out at $99 but if the idea appeals to you at all I would say grab one of these I don't think it'll get any cheaper than this so, Dave, the other thing I wanted to talk about, I just realized kind of uh, goes in hand with one of the gift items that we're about to talk about. So I'm going to hit pause on that and save it for a little later. So let's go on to the Cheapskate Holiday Gift Guide. Right now, you can go online and find a thousand different websites that are recommending stuff that you can buy for the holidays, but most of it's on the more expensive side. Yeah, there's budget stuff out there, but this is budget gift headquarters right here. We're going to have, <laughs> I, I think pretty much everything we're going to talk about is under, I'm going to say under $75, but most of it's under $30. 
Yeah, this is really good, inexpensive, affordable stuff that kind of almost feels like it should cost more. Like, I'm almost surprised at how cheap some of these items are. And also just genuinely good stuff. These are all things that you and I have used, have tried, and really can can enthusiastically recommend. I think a lot of the gift guides that you find online are just kind of, hey, this product exists and it's $50. Go buy it. But this is, you know, this is stuff that we've used. Yeah. So like, you know, the very first one up is something that I'm actually testing right now. I've been using it for a couple of weeks and I'm just, I'm giddy that it exists. (laughs) So, so Dave, Dave, let me see if I can set this up for you. I've always wanted a video doorbell, but I'm not going to spend a hundred, two hundred dollars on one of those fancy ring jobs. What can now, I do? Now I should show you in black and white trying but failing to knock on the door properly. You, you just can't <laughs> quite get – you don't have the knack of knocking on the door. Okay. I need a doorbell. Yeah, that's the thing is most of these video doorbells that are out there, these smart doorbells, are pretty expensive. But there's one from Kangaroo, the Kangaroo doorbell, that is 20 bucks. And when I first heard about this, I thought, no, this is so cheap it can't possibly be useful. But – I've been using it for a couple of weeks. As I say, it sticks onto your door, so you don't have to drill it in or anything like that. It works with an app on your phone, and it has been very good about instantaneously letting me know when there's motion at the door or somebody rings the doorbell. The only downside, I would say, is that you're not getting real video. What you're getting is an animated GIF or GIF or whatever the correct way to pronounce that is now. So you get a series of still images of what's going on at the door. But, I mean, if you can get past that, if all you want to know is that there's something happening at your front door, this is great. It's 20 bucks. Yeah, that is genuinely amazing to me. Um, and actually, the the next product that I have is is similarly priced and similarly amazing. But um, so just real quick, the the kangaroo doorbell is battery powered, correct? There's no like hard wiring or anything right. like and that. And the battery is supposed to last for about six months or so. Okay, okay. So um, you get about six months on batteries, and it's twenty bucks. And yeah, that's that's like a cheapskate Hall of Famer there almost. I mean, mm-hmm. something like that for for twenty dollars is just is just crazy. That's awesome. So my first item on the list is something that we have talked about on this program many <laughs> times before. Let me guess, but, Rick. It's either going to be the Ninja Loop or the Wise Cam. Uh, yes, it is going to be one of those two <laughs> things. Yeah, I can't help it. I mean, you want to talk about cheapskate Hall of Fame? The Wise Cam is got to be at the top of that list. It's 20, it's also $20. And this is the brand new version three, the V3 of the Wise Cam that we did just talk about a couple weeks ago that is just even better than the products that preceded it. It just does everything that a little indoor security camera should do. And by that, I mean it does night recording. It has two-way audio. It has motion detection. It gives you free cloud storage. Now, granted, limited free cloud storage, but, but it's there. But also local storage. You can pop in a memory card and kind of record to your heart's content. And this version can also be set up to work outdoors. So, you know, it's weatherproof. Now, you will have to find a way to supply power to it because it's not battery operated. It's just a ridiculously good product. And for 20 bucks, it's a ridiculously good gift for anybody who, who could use 
this kind of thing. And just my like, understanding is it's uh, it's peppermint flavored, right? So you can just <laughs> lick it whenever you're hungry. And let me just pause at this point to mention that we will have uh, links to these products, of course, in the show notes. That being said, folks, I mean, hit the Google and just search for them by name and you'll find them pretty easily. Now, I want to talk about something that's actually fun. Because I don't think there's anything fun about doorbells or cameras, but <laughs> we're all familiar with the arcade one-up cabinets, which are the three-quarter size arcade cabinets, like all the classic games, Pac-Man, and there are other games, but Pac-Man's the only one I can think of. You have a couple. <laughs> I have the Star Wars one. Awesome. But they're a couple hundred dollars, generally. What if I told you, Rick, you could get an arcade cabinet for $35? No, Dave, I don't believe it. <laughs> so this is the My Arcade, and they have a couple of different ones. They have mini players and micro players. The mini players are the single game consoles that are only like 10 inches high. They sit on your desk. And so they have Pac-Man. And here's what really caught my attention. They have Dig Dug, Rick. They have Dig Dug. So for 35 <laughs> bucks, you can, and it looks like the real thing, the cabinet, and it has the actual controls the way you would have controlled it with the console, but it's just a little miniature. And then they also have these micro players that are similar, but they play a bunch of games so for example there's a micro player that has dig dug galaga galaxian pac-man rolling thunder and a whole bunch like 20 games all together now that one's more expensive that one's about 85 bucks on amazon right now but i mean it's hard to go wrong with either one of those as long as you can live with having this adorable tiny arcade on your desk yeah, I think something like that is is great for someone like us who grew up in the 80s, the 70s and the 80s, playing these arcade games. Like the nostalgia factor is just through the roof. Yeah, and do you have any toys or is everything on your list boring? <laughs> well, my next thing sort of dovetails with that because it's all retro nostalgia goodness, uh, but it's not so much fun as functional. My next pick is from a company called New Wave Toys, and it's the product name is the Hotline 16,000 Mobile Charger, which barely tells you anything. But I'll just simply say, to look at this thing, it looks exactly like a Sony Walkman. Oh, like I've from seen the this 80s. thing. Yeah. It's so cool. If you had one of these growing up or know someone who had one growing up, this is such a great gift because it's just it takes you right back. All to, the buttons on it actually work. I mean, it, it's not actually a Walkman, but you can press the buttons, right? You can press the buttons. You can slide the sliders. But it's also a mobile charger that can charge three devices at once. So it has a, a standard type A USB port. It has a USB C port. And it does Qi wireless charging, which is just amazing to me that you'd think this thing would just get by on its looks alone and it would have like two old fangled USB ports and that would be it. But this is actually a fairly modern, up-to-date device that is works with pretty much everything that you have. So it's 40 bucks. You'd think, again, that this would be selling like in a sharper image catalog for like 100 but it's 40 bucks, so it's very reasonably, almost competitively priced. I just love it. It's just so cool looking. Well, it probably is selling in a sharper image catalog for $100. Yes. The next one that I have is actually a product I have talked about before, and that is the Rocketbook. It's a book or notebook, uh, memo book. There's a whole bunch of different kinds you can buy that are erasable paper. It comes with a pen that you can you can write and 
you can erase off the paper either by making it wet and using a like a microfiber cloth or the pens have a little eraser on the back of them that you can use to erase as well and so it's like the only book you ever need again for the rest of your life also you can take a picture of it with a mobile app and it automatically gets uploaded to a, the cloud service of your choice you know dropbox OneNote, you know whatever you happen to be using the price range for this is anywhere from about 16 bucks to 30 bucks depending upon the particular rocket book that you choose because they come in all like sizes shapes and colors yeah i know that's always been one of your favorites i think uh, anybody who's like under the age of 30 is is thinking like a notebook a, a pen what what am i supposed to do with that <laughs> don't people still write things down? I, I don't I mean, think they do. I maintain a to-do list on my desk all the time, so I know what my priorities are. How do people get things done? And if you say <laughs> Trello, I'm gonna I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> all I know is that my my daughter Sarah was home from college this weekend visiting, and she was talking about how she and and her boyfriend are putting together this this uh, recipe book. Uh, you know, because every time they they make something that they really like, they want to keep it for future reference. I'm like, oh, that's such a great idea. And so I'm like, what are you using a binder or? What do you kind of think for that? And like, <laughs> she just she rolled her eyes. Like I was an idiot. It's like, <laughs> it's on my phone, Dad. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> oh, we're so old. Okay. So next up on my list, another product that is, if you're no stranger to this podcast, you have heard us talk about before. And in fact, just last week, it is the Amazfit BIP S smartwatch. And uh, again, just in last week's episode, myself and uh, Lexi Savides were extolling the virtues of this because smartwatches, you think a traditional smartwatch, you think of the Apple Watch, you think of the Samsung Galaxy Watch or whatever, products that cost two, three, four hundred dollars. This offers many, if not most, of the capabilities of those watches for 70 bucks. It's just ridiculous uh, how much they pack into this thing. I'm not going to go into any much more detail about it other than to say that it just does everything. It has built-in GPS for, for your runs, and it has it does notifications, and it has a color screen, and it has a 40-day battery life, people. You can get up to 40 days of operation from it. It's ridiculous. 70 bucks. The other thing I wanted to mention is that there's a brand new Amazfit BIP watch that was announced just a few days ago, and I haven't even gotten a chance to take a look at it yet, but it's coming soon, and I'll circle back in a future episode. It's the Amazfit BIP U. I don't no, know. Rick, you're <laughs> confused. That That's not a device. That's the new university that's being opened by Amazfit. <laughs> I got my degree at Amazfit BIP University. So this, it's, you know, Amazfit is actually a little guilty right now of having just way too many SKUs. They have, in addition to the BIP line, they have the GTR and the GTS and the, and the T-Rex and like they just have a million watches now. It's getting a little crazy. But the BIP U is $60, so it's 10 bucks less. It has a more traditional TFT color screen rather than the transflective one that the BIP S has. You're so transflective. <laughs> take that back. Wait, is that a real word? Dude, you just made word. that up. No, it is a real word. Um, so its battery life is less. It's more like nine days. My big complaint with it is that it doesn't have built-in GPS. So if you want to take it outside for a run, you kind of have to take your phone with you if you want to get accurate GPS readings. But if you don't care about that, the BIPU is available now for sale for 60 bucks. Um, so worth worth a look. 
if nothing else. Two two really great options for a smartwatch for surprisingly cheap. My last one, this one's kind of utilitarian. It's utilitarian in a fun way, Rick. It's called sure. the PopSocket. The, the PopSocket's the company. The actual device is called the PopGrip. And it's a little circle that gets attached to the back of your phone and you pop it out and it kind of telescopes a little bit and you can snake your fingers between it and it's a, something you can use to hold your phone so it doesn't fall out of your hand. It's a, it's a grip for your phone. And the cool thing is it actually becomes a stand as well. So you can set your phone down and it leans against the pop grip and it kind of props it up like a little kickstand. I find this cool. I know that you talk about various kinds of grips on occasion. The, what I like about the, the pop grip is not only is it convenient because it folds flat against the phone, you pop it out when you want to use it, but you can buy it in a million different artistic flavors. There's different pictures that are like silk screened onto it. So, you know, your favorite TV show or whatever. But here's where it gets really cool. They usually cost between about 10 and $20, depending upon what one you get. But for 30 bucks, there's one that actually uses uh, semi-precious stones, uh, lapis lazulus, which is a really pretty blue stone. Speaking of made up words. Yes. And here's my favorite one for, I think, 25 bucks. You can get a Burt's Bees pop grip, which you open up the, the, the circle and there's actual lip balm in there and you apply the <laughs> lip balm and then you close it up again. So basically, if you have this, you carry, you're carrying your lip balm with you everywhere you go embedded in the back of your phone. I'm glad you didn't say you open it up and bees come out. That's, that's what I was expecting. Or it's bees, you know. It's funny that you mentioned this because you, you've now flipped the script entirely. Like my, my daughter has been using a, a pop grip for, for years. And, you know, so anybody who's like under the age of 20 knows all about this product. Anybody who's like 50 and older is probably like, Oh, that, that sounds very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's my impression of somebody who's 50. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of anything that makes it a little more comfortable to hold your phone because God knows that's all we do anymore is we're using our phones all the time every day. So my last item, and you you know it, you named it earlier, is the Ninja Loop, which Called is something it. I have talked about a million <laughs> times before, but I'm going to mention it again because it is the single greatest stocking stuffer gift in history and i and it's literally because it's absolutely not i i'm sorry package. i have to stop you there i don't like fake news that is a lie that is an what's outright the, lie what's the single greatest stocking stuffer of the all time single then? greatest stocking stuffer is the one i got every year when i was a little kid and that's one of those little an orange balsa <laughs> <laughs> That's right. My parents hated me. It's one of those balsa airplanes that you put the wings through the fuselage, and then there's a rubber band with a uh, with propeller, and you wind up the propeller and you fly it around. I, I will admit that for for someone who grew up in the 1940s, yes, that was the best stocking stuffer. But here in the 21st century, Dave, we need something that goes on our phones. Touche. <laughs> So the, the Ninja Loop and the PopSocket are actually uh, very kind of similar animals in that they make it so you couldn't hold your phone more comfortably and less likely to drop it and that sort of thing. But what I love about the Ninja Loop uh, is that it's it's flat. So it uh, it lets your phone sit flat. It doesn't add any extra bulge to your pocket. And it even allows for wireless charging, which the PopSocket does not, Dave, in your face. So if you if you like wireless charging, you can continue to do that 
even with a Ninja Loop installed. It works with any phone, any case. Uh, they sell for about seven or eight bucks, depending on what the promotion is at the time. And you can usually get free shipping if you order at least three of them. There is no Lapis Lazulus version of the Ninja Loop, Rick. <laughs> no, there's not. All right, everybody. So that's our list of awesome cheap gifts you can give this year. I bet you have some recommendations of your own, and we would love to hear them. Maybe we'll share them on the very next episode. So send them our way. Our email address is cheapskateshow at cbsinteractive.com. Hey, Rick, we are heading into the holidays, which means that many of us are going to have a little extra time on our hands. So why don't we talk about some of our favorite streaming shows right now so that, you know, if you've got some spare time, you know what to watch. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've talked about stuff to stream. So uh, you go. I want to hear what you're watching these days. All right. Well, I'm, I'm watching a bunch of different things at once, but the one that I am enjoying probably the most of any is one that you are probably not going to expect because it does not involve Will Smith fighting robots. <laughs> I thought I thought that was your baseline. That is my go-to. Yes. <laughs> Generally, I want to see Will Smith fighting robots. However, I've been watching The Great. This is the story of Catherine the Great before she became Catherine the Great, you know, arriving in Russia and being married to Emperor Peter. Huzzah! Have you seen it? <laughs> you know, I have i we watched uh i want to say the first three or four episodes and I, you know what i have to tell you dave we did not care for it huzzah i mean oh no <laughs> whatever the opposite of that is how how can that be you, you didn't hang with it long enough it is so entertaining because it's obviously a period piece but at the same time it has a very modern sensibility in terms of the humor and the language that they use it, we've seen this before. I, I think that's a, that's a well that shows will often go to is putting a modern sensibility on a period piece. And I, just, I love this top to bottom. It is such an entertaining show. Yeah, I really wanted to like it. I mean, it's it's totally in my wheelhouse. But for whatever reason, there was something just about the the tone of it. And it was it felt like it didn't know if it wanted to be a comedy or a drama. Oh, it wants then, to be a comedy. What are well, you even watching? It doesn't succeed then. I mean, if it wants to be a comedy, it should be funny. <laughs> and I just found it to be really, really mean-spirited in a lot of ways. And there was just no character except for Catherine that I could really root for. And I don't know. I just like I, the language. Well, that does I change. Felt... And even Peter himself becomes, I would say, a sympathetic character. Well, and I, I kept waiting for that to happen, and, you know, so... Yeah, well, you have the attention span of a gnat. If if you don't <laughs> fall in love with the show in the first five minutes, it's dead to you. All right, so if people want to check out The Great, where can they do that? Well, they can check out The Great, which is great, on Hulu, which <laughs> isn't always great. Also great. No, Hulu is also great. Hulu is only six bucks a month, which makes it pretty much my single favorite Streaming service. In fact, I, uh, I no, I'm just I have to go disagree. And, no, I'm going to go there, Dave, because we are no longer owned by CBS. So I can say freely now that CBS All Access, which is also available for six bucks, and is really it is a great deal, no question. Hulu, movie better. 
All right, but here's the deal. The problem I have with Hulu is the $6 version, you get commercials. Well, you get the $6 version of CBS All Access and there's commercials. That's a different – we're talking about two bananas and apples here. Okay. So Hulu, initially, you know, a couple of years ago, I was paying the – I don't know what it was, $9 a month for the commercial-free version, which is great. But then I let Spotify pay for my Hulu, which is something you can do. But I had to drop down to the commercial version. So now it's just commercial after commercial after commercial. I can't stand it. I don't watch network TV because it has commercials. Yeah, that's obnoxious. That 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 bundle that you speak of, which I think is like Spotify and Hulu, and don't you can't you also get like ESPN as part of that bundle? I would have um, no idea because that's a sports ball thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember offhand, but um, yeah, I've noticed that, that whenever like Hulu is bundled with something, um, it's always the with commercials version, which I'm just not willing to save that couple of bucks um, because that is literally time I cannot get back. Well, in contrast, you know, we've talked about the fact that I switched to T-Mobile not that long ago for my cellular service, and I let them pick up the tab for Netflix, but... I just pay the difference to get the premium version of Netflix. So I'm not forced to use the basic version of Netflix just because I'm letting, you know, T-Mobile pay for it. And why can't, like, say, Spotify do that? Yeah, I, I agree completely. That's it's just it's stupid. I, I would I would probably take advantage of that deal myself if not for that. But boy, we got we got way far afield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, sorry. Do you have a show you'd like to talk about, Rick? I do, actually. And boy, oh boy, this is all anybody can talk about anymore right now. It is The Queen's Gambit on Netflix, which I have to say I wasn't all that – I mean, I was a little intrigued by it at first, but just like it's a show about this girl who plays chess. It didn't sound very exciting or interesting And it's to not me, even a true story, right? It's not a true story. It's 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 based on a novel and, and actually a pretty old novel at that. It's I want to say a novel from maybe the 80s or 90s. Oh, and, chess hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> and it feel it looks and feels like something like a British period piece kind of a thing. It just it almost has a Downton Abbey esque nature to it. But oh my gosh, it's such a great story. So well done. I mean, it's it's. I guess not Oscar bait because it's not a movie. It's it's going to rack up some Emmys uh, next year. No so, question. So basically, was, was the British version of it called Up Chess, Down Chess? <laughs> no, it was called Downton Cheston. So anyway, if you haven't seen it, folks, and if you were thinking like, boy, that doesn't really sound very good. It's so good. It's just riveting. It's well done. It's uh, Acting is amazing. It's a great story. Uh, so check it out. All right, well, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll be back next week with more deals and more money-saving advice. In the meantime, you can find daily deals by visiting cnet.com slash cheapskate and following us on Twitter at Cheapskate Blog or Facebook at Cheapskate Rick. You can also sign up for deal alerts by texting 415-878-5807. And as always, we'd be eternally grateful if you'd leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast platform. So until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay cheap.